we've put together a brand new sample of RAR Premium. So if you've been on the fence about joining us inside RAR Premium, you can get a free sample now to see if it's a good fit for your family. To get that free sample, go to readaloudrevival.com slash sample or just text the word RAR sample like it's all squished together in one word. <laughs> RAR sample to the number 33777. Okay, here's the show. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. My name is Holly. Hi, Sarah. My name is April. I'm in Melbourne, Australia. I have a question about... My name's Julianne, and we live in India. I am wondering... Hi, Sarah. This is Crystal from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Can you give me a suggestion for an especially fabulous book... Hey there, I'm Sarah McKenzie. This is the Read Aloud Revival. And in this short episode, I'm answering one of your questions. Hi, Sarah. My name is Marissa. I've got an almost 12-year-old daughter who has dyslexia and ADHD. She is getting tutoring for dyslexia. Um, she doesn't read much on her own. She has done audiobooks while following along with a hard copy, but she hasn't chosen to do that or any other reading, as far as I know, for a long time. So I'm trying to figure out how to help her with her reading life when reading is really hard for her. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Marissa. Okay, well, I love that you are asking this question because it means, obviously, that you're invested in her becoming somebody who loves to read and and wanting to invite her into that experience instead of just, you know, dictating it for her and, and hoping that she finally lands on loving it. You're already doing a lot of right things, I can tell. Having her listen to an audiobook while she's reading the words on the page is an excellent way to do that. And it's okay if she's not choosing to do that for fun. One thing that's really important to remember is that as human nature is just that, we don't usually choose to do things that are really hard for us. And for dyslexic kids and for ADHD kids, sitting and reading a book is harder than it is for kids who aren't dyslexic and who aren't dealing with ADHD. That's just how it is. And so it's going to be harder for her. So the fact that she's not choosing to do it with her free time, I wouldn't worry about that too much. I would, however, carve out space, and you're probably already doing this, but I'm going to suggest it just in case it slipped off your radar, carving out a, a space maybe twice a day if you can even, maybe 30 minutes at a time to do that audiobook and reading with her eyes at the same time. So um, listening to an audiobook and reading the book with her eyes, if she, if she only wants to do one of the reading times, looking at the book with her eyes while she's listening, and the other time she wants to, I don't know, watercolor, build, draw, sketch, whatever she likes to do with her hands. Um, but I would enforce a couple of different times a day that are just audiobook time that there's no option to do anything else. And I think on a recent episode, we talked about watermelon versus ice cream and the idea that sometimes we need to clear the path for our kids and just give them the option right now, or I'm, I'm sorry, not give them the option, just give them the, um, the time and say, right now it's reading time. So that's what you get to do. And then I wouldn't worry too much if she's doing one or two of those a day. I wouldn't worry too much about her not choosing to read in her other free time. She may or may not. Um, as she gets older, want to read, especially with her eyes, if she's dyslexic, 
uh, as she gets older. It may just not be a relaxing thing for her to do. Um, I'm not dyslexic, but I will say that I prefer to get my stories through my ears if I can. So I'm, I'll read a book. Um, I love reading books too. Uh, adore reading books actually. <laughs> but even more than that, I adore listening to them. And so she may be someone who ends up listening to audiobooks, and that's how she does her reading as an adult. And that's perfectly fine. It's not subpar in any way whatsoever. So I wouldn't worry about it too much if she's not choosing them. I mean, I would make sure that you have books around that you think she's very likely to enjoy. Um, and we can help you with that as well. If you're a part of RAR Premium, mention what she's enjoyed in the forum and we'll give you some more recommendations because the women there are amazing at giving good book recommendations. Um, I oftentimes for 12 year olds recommend books by Laura Martin. The Edge of Extinction books are big hits. Um, Glitch, I think is Laura Martin's best so far. Um, I haven't read her newest one. Her newest one is called The Monster Missions. I can't wait to read it. Hoax for Hire, Float. She's written a whole bunch of books. She is a middle, a former middle school teacher who wanted to write books that were impossible for middle schoolers to put down, and she's nailing it. So I would highly recommend books by Laura Martin um, and see if any of those might catch. Some of this might just be getting her hooked on something that she really loves. But for a lot of it, I just think it's an awareness that reading is hard and it's just not going to be something she chooses to do for relaxation while it's still hard for her. Also, one of the things that really worked for one of my kids who is dyslexic um, was to basically reward him for reading with a hamburger. <laughs> and um, really what I did is I would assign a book to him or give him a choice. Like, which one of these three books do you want to read? And he'd pick one. And I'd say, OK, when you're done, let me know. And we're going to go out for hamburger because hamburgers were his love language. It could be something else. It could be a milkshake. It could be a tea. It could be an ice cream cone, right? It could be whatever. And we'll talk about it. And I did, it wasn't a quiz or anything. I was just, we would just chat about the book and the parts he liked best. We used open-ended questions. We have a, a guide of open-ended questions that you can use with any book at any age level to have a conversation with your kids about books. And if you haven't grabbed it yet, go to the show notes, readaloudrevival.com slash 191, and we'll put those in the show notes so you can grab that guide because that's free and it's a super great resource. And see if you can't um, get her like one of those Laura Martin books, for example, or something else that you think she might like. And then um, offer that at the end, when she's done reading it, you guys can go get ice cream and chat about it or whatever. That ended up being a real like nice, natural motivator for him to want to finish the books that he was supposed to be reading. Um, it didn't feel the same as like bribing him with a prize because what I was really rewarding him with was time with me. <laughs> that's a win. I'm just going to say. So that's another idea for you that see if that something like that might help. Um, and we had another question about ADHD that was related to ADHD. So let's go listen to that one. Hi, Sarah. My name is Holly. I am looking for some tips, some help, some resources of some kind to help us out with our son who is ADHD. We know it's okay for him to be busy during read aloud time. Uh, we know it's okay for his hands to do things. He doesn't necessarily have to sit still and quietly. However, he's so busy just ping-ponging around the room during bring aloud time that it's causing a distraction for the other kids. So that's my question. How do we handle bring aloud and ADHD or other behavioral issues. Okay, so you already know that your kids can do things with their hands while they're listening, which is amazing. 
Um, we're going to put a link in the show notes to anybody who wants ideas for what their kids can do with their hands while they're reading aloud. Because sometimes we go, okay, so my kids can do things with their hands while they're reading, but what should they do? Um, and for anybody who hasn't heard it yet, we have a whole episode on why your kids may actually listen better when they're doing something with their hands rather than sitting there and just listening. My children are 100% of the time doing things while they listen. I have mentioned in this episode even that I listen to audiobooks more than I read even. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I'm always doing something while I'm listening, um, and I know I listen better that way. <laughs> so I'm glad that you know what you can do. We're going to put a link in the show notes to that post um, of ideas on things you can have your kids do. Uh, Readaloudrevival.com slash 73 is also where you can go to find those. A lot of voices might tell you that you need to learn how to get better at homeschooling, but I know something about you. You don't actually need to homeschool better. You need to homeschool happier, to have more fun, to smile more, laugh more. You want a twinkle in your eye <laughs> and you want your kids to know deep in their bones that you love homeschooling them. That twinkle is worth pursuing too because the key to a successful homeschool is a peaceful, happy mother. And that's what we're committed to helping you become at RAR Premium. RAR Premium is a unique program that offers mentoring for you, the homeschool mom, and we offer Open and Go Family Book Club. This is a family book club you can use with all ages from 4 to 17, and it will explore language arts, reading, and we often dip into writing, science, history, all across the curriculum as we uncover so many good and meaningful ideas. The best news is we do all the prep work for you. If you'd like to get a free sample of RAR Premium so you can see if it's a good fit for your family, head to readaloudrevival.com slash sample, or you can just text RAR sample, one word, to the number 33777, and we'll send it your way. Now back to the show. Uh, but something else um, occurred to me, and that is that it's possible that he might need a couple of options of what to choose. Like maybe he, maybe first of all, you could read aloud for a shorter period of time and ask his body to be still, but his hands can be busy. So instead of him ping-ponging all over the room, um, can you give him wiki sticks or Play-Doh or something he can do with his hands, but his body has to be still? So before you read aloud, you might be able to say, okay, in order to respect everybody else here, like, because you're showing him respect for his ADHD and his um, feelings in his body of needing to move and, and go, right, while he's listening. But he also, you're respecting him, but he also needs to respect everybody else who's getting distracted by his movement. So maybe just even saying something like that, like in order for everybody else to be here as well, we're going to need you to pick a place to sit. And then which one of these three things do you want to do with your hands while you're listening? So for example, you could have wiki sticks, which are those wax sticks things that you can build with. Uh, here's some Play-Doh or here's some watercolors or... Um, you could do Legos or something if he can do that without making noise, but I doubt that's probably possible. So you might want to do something else, but give him a few options and then just read aloud for as long as you know he can listen and bear it <laughs> 
without moving. But once you know he's just being tortured by having to stay relatively still, then I would wrap it up. Even if it means you need to do more frequent read aloud sessions in your home throughout your day um, so that you can keep them shorter. And again, before you start, I would just have a very like frank but kind conversation with him about how you are respecting the fact that, you know, he gets wiggly, but he also needs to respect everybody else in the family's need to hear the story. So how can we do this together and kind of troubleshoot it together? Just as a resource for anyone listening who has kids with ADHD, my go-to resource is Colin Kessler, RaisingLifelongLearners.com. Um, she has a podcast and she has blog posts and she's a community and she's full of great ideas. So head to raisinglifelonglearners.com. Uh, she's very helpful on helping you homeschool in a way that's respectful of your child and also respectful of the whole family. Uh, so raisinglifelonglearners.com is a great resource for you. And we'll put a few of her resources in the show notes. I know she has a post called everything you need to homeschool ADHD, I think is what it's called, and a couple of podcast episodes that touch on ADHD as well. So we'll make sure that we put those in the show notes too. The show notes for this episode are at readaloudrevival.com slash 191. All right, I think it's time to hear from the kids about the books they're loving lately. My name is Chris. I live in Richland, Washington. My favorite book is Lightful by by Tim Bulpit. I like it because the pictures are beautiful. I like the mystery and adventure. My name is Francesca. My favorite book is Unicorn Larva Work. It is glittery and fun to read. The unicorns use magic to save the goblin. Hi, my name is Sarah and I live in Tennessee and I'm eight years old and my favorite books are called The Secret Hinton Scroll. And I actually met the author named Mike Thomas and he lives here in Mephistrelle and I think he should be in Reader Aloud Revival. And I hope you have a chance to read those books. I think you'll enjoy Thanks for listening. If you've got a question for an upcoming episode, leave me a voicemail at readaloudrevival.com slash message. Until next time, go make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books. So many of us feel overwhelmed in our homeschool. There's a lot to do, and it feels like every child needs something a little different. The good news is, you are the best person on the planet to help your kids learn and grow, and home is the best place to fall in love with books. I'm Sarah McKenzie. I'm a homeschooling mother of six, the author of Teaching from Rest, and The Read Aloud Family, and I'm the host here on the Read Aloud Revival Podcast. This podcast has been downloaded over 8 million times. And you know, I think it's because so many of us want the same things. We want our kids to be readers, to love reading. We want our homes to be warm and happy havens of learning and connection. We know that raising our kids is the most important work of our lives. That's kind of overwhelming, right? 
you are not alone. In Read Aloud Revival Premium, we offer family book clubs, a vibrant community, and Circle with Sarah coaching for you, the homeschooling mom, so you can teach from rest, homeschool with confidence, and raise kids who love to read. Our family book clubs are a game changer for your kids' relationship with books. We provide you with a family book club guide and an opportunity for your kids to meet the author or illustrator live on screen. So all you have to do is get the book, read it with your kids, and make those meaningful and lasting connections. They work for all ages, from your youngest kids to your teens. Every month, our community also gathers online for a circle with Sarah to get ideas and encouragement around creating the homeschooling life you crave. They're the most effective way I know to teach from rest and build a homeschool life you love. We want to help your kids fall in love with books, and we want to help you fall in love with homeschooling. Join us today at rarpremium.com. Are you still here? Okay, well, I am too. And I wanted to check to see if you've had a chance to download the samples from RAR Premium yet. RAR Premium is committed to helping you become the peaceful, happy mom you're called to be so that your kids know deep in their bones that you just love homeschooling them and also so that they can become lifelong voracious readers. Get a free sample of RAR Premium by going to readaloudrevival.com sample or by texting the word RAR sample, like it's one word, all squished together, <laughs> to the number 33777.